This is Cats Today. Thanks for checking out Cats Today. And the Cats are still off. Uh, they won't practice again until next week. Much deserved 10 days off after a big win on Wednesday night against the Ottawa Red Blacks. And here to discuss that and tonight's double header to wrap up week eight, we bring in the deputy director, of, deputy editor, excuse me, of CFL.ca, Christina Costable. Christina, it's great to great to connect with you. Uh, that Let's go back to Wednesday night's game because it wasn't the prettiest. It was rainy. We were expecting some tough conditions, uh, but the Ticats were able to pull it off. Yeah, it was interesting going into it. I wasn't sure we were going to see any offense, and I think that we were – I was kind of correct on that one. Um, but I think the, the main thing that I took from it is how good this Ticats defense has been. They've kind of not necessarily won games for, for their team, but they definitely kept them in it. I'm thinking um, Simone Lawrence with those two timely picks in the last few weeks, and then obviously Jamal Roll getting that one in the third quarter when it kind of seemed like Hamilton's sputtering offense was even more sputtering in that third. I don't think they had a first down um, at all in that third frame. Um, so I really liked the defense out of that one, and I think that is kind of what we were expecting, um, just based solely on the fact that it was raining like crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they made for some great shots, but I was uh, very happy to be uh, in the comfort of the booth at Tim Hortons Field for the game last night. Um, when you look at you know this Ticats team, I mean, last year – uh, Ticats are playing so well. Jeremiah Masoli goes down. Everybody thinks it's the end of the world. Dane Evans comes in and, you know, really runs the table the rest of the way. This year, Masoli goes down. Evans goes down. David Watford steps in. He's now 2-0 as the starting quarterback. What does that say about this Ticats team? I think it just shows that there's depth. Um, and I also just like the fact that Tommy Condell has kind of changed his offense a little bit to fit David. David's not that guy that's going to really stretch the field too long. They want to play him a little bit more conservative. Obviously, that's kind of where his sweet spot is. He's been that short yardage guy, um, not only just in Hamilton, but also uh, in Saskatchewan. So I think that it shows the depth, and I think it just shows that next man mentality. I know we always talk about next man up, and it's very cliche, but it's very true. And when you have an organization – that has players um, within it that you're able to just kind of put in whoever and, and still pull out wins. That's obviously a really good thing. And we were talking about this, Courtney and I were talking about this on Tire Cats post game on Wednesday night, that the, the veteranness of the room, the Simone Lawrence's, the Teddy Lawrence and, and the guys who have been in the room who are out right now, the guys who are in the meeting rooms, the Devere Posey's, um, that, that really can't be understated when it comes to a team that has championship aspirations like this Ticats team does. Exactly. And it's, it's great that you mentioned Devere Posey because it's so funny that I think some of us forget that he's still on this team and he is that veteran presence. He's won a great cup. He's made those big plays in those big moments. Like we remember when he was with the Argos and he had that long touchdown uh, in the snow. Again, another <laughs> element game. Yeah, in um, Ottawa but, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They love the, the weather over yeah. there. Um, but when you have those guys in the locker room, it's invaluable, whether it's just these newer guys, especially in the receiving core in Hamilton, these are all newer, younger guys. Um, so when they have questions and they want to, you know, work on their routes, watch film, having those guys either at practice on the sideline or in the meeting rooms to be able to answer those questions, it's, it's something that all teams need. And Hamilton has an abundance of that with guys like Posey, even Braylon Addison as well, um, who we still haven't seen yet this year. 
I remember like one of my first kind of assignments on the Ticats beat was 2020, a free agency announcing that Devere Posey was signing with the team. So, I mean, that that's, that's two years ago now. Still haven't seen him, but yeah. we know that he moved from the six game to the one game. So I, uh, you know, we we're hoping to see him soon. Uh, this Ticats team, they're, they're first in the East going into tonight's games. Um, but they're first in the East right now. They're above 500. They have five of their seven next games at home at Tim Hortons Field, the place they play really well. I mean, there's a lot to be excited about. We mentioned the injuries. Guys are coming back. There's a lot to be excited about with this Ticats team, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. And I don't think – I think you mentioned Hamilton doesn't play again until next Saturday. So that's a long time, 10 days between games. Um, who knows who's going to be healthy? Mazzoli, perhaps he'll be ready to roll. Um, and we just mentioned Devere's only on the one game. So there's a lot to be excited. I think once they get those key pieces back on offense, because obviously we know that this defense is very good and they're, they're proving that to everybody. But once they get those pieces back on offense – I just think that there's the sky's the limit for this team uh, moving forward into the final stretch. It's been a really sloppy week, basically across Ontario. But if you look at the forecast tonight, it looks like it's supposed to be clear. So it'll be a great night uh, for any CFL fan to get down to, to BMO field to see the, uh, the Argos host the Montreal Alouettes big game. I mean, really, you look at where the Alouettes are, you look at what they're trying to do. The Argos, you know, losing to the Ticats, a big win against the Ticats. I mean, this is a big game for, for both these teams tonight. Uh, let's start, because it's a doubleheader. Let's start with this one, because this, this seems to have huge implications in the East. It definitely does. And I feel like there always ends up being a spot in the season where the the West has kind of like figured itself out, but the East is always a log jam, it's, it seems. Um, and no one's really out of it. And between those three teams you just mentioned, Hamilton, Montreal, and Toronto, they're, they're so close in the standings. Even if Toronto wins uh, tonight, they could tie Hamilton for first again. Um, so it's, it is definitely a big one. Both of these teams have a lot to prove. I know Montreal is really itching to get back in the win column as well. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens for sure. And then let's talk about the second game because I feel like maybe BC isn't getting the respect they deserve in the West. Um, obviously, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are the beast of the West. We know the best of the West right now. They're, you know, I think the power rankings will have them at number one until anybody comes and knocks them down. Um, but the BC Lions have quietly put together three straight wins. Where are they right now? Michael Riley, play, performer of the week in the CFL last week. Um, there, there's a lot going on in BC. I really like this BC Lions team uh, this year. I think Michael Riley is finally healthy. I know he was dealing with an elbow um, issue at the beginning of the season, but by my non-doctor eye, <laughs> I, I think he's looking good. Um, and I also really, really, really like their offense. I think they were missing that speed guy that they now have um, at the receiving core in Lucky Whitehead. So having your, your reliable you know, second down guy like, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Brian Burnham. And then you have a lucky whitehead who can stretch the field, who's leading the league in receiving yards as well. And half of those are coming after the catch. So that's a guy that's catch and running because he's outrunning every DB um, on the field. So having an offense like that has been obviously really great in Vancouver with the BC Lions, as well as their defense. I think their defense has been pretty underrated as well this year. Um, they've quietly put up a really great season so far. So there's a lot to be excited about for Lions fans, for sure. And they're creeping up. I don't know if they'll catch uh, Winnipeg for first in the East. They're kind of it's like Winnipeg against everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're definitely vying for that second spot, for sure. 
And uh, they're doing a great cause tonight. They're doing Orange Shirt Day down at the BC Place. It's sold out. And I think, you know, as, as two people who love the CFL, I mean, that's what we love to see, right? I mean, sold out crowds, especially in a city like Vancouver that is, that is kind of sometimes struggled. I mean, it, you and I both know if we can get fans in the building, if we can get people in the building, we can turn them into fans. And that being we as in the league, the players, and, and to get a sold out building at BC Place in the middle of a pandemic, towards the end of a pandemic, I think can't be understated for what, how much that team does mean to that city. Exactly. And, and for those people who are coming to a first game, you hope that it's going to be a matchup like this Riders-Lions uh, game because you're looking at two of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. You're looking at two really, really great defenses. And this is – I'm predicting it's going to be an air show. I think both quarterbacks are going to be throwing, and they're going to be throwing a lot of touchdowns, I'm hoping. And so some of those fans that are coming, perhaps it's their first Lions game, will be like, wow, this is a really interesting – and fun league and then they'll stay they'll stay on board so I do agree with you there it's it's important that we have good product on the field which we've seen every week so far this season and it'll just make the the fans want to stick around and come back do you think this is a big game for Cody Fajardo I mean you know the Saskatchewan uh fans they're the they're passionate we know that um but you know we're hearing reports about him him reading social media and getting down on it I know I've gotten my fair share of negative social media I know hard to believe but I've gotten my fair share of uh, social media uh criticism but uh what do you make of that and just kind of the way Saskatchewan is the way they care about their football team uh, it, it also seems like Fajardo's got a good head on his shoulders and won't let it get to him. Well, first of all, I've also had my fair share of social media hate now that I'm in oh, the yeah. writer picks graphic. I'm like, mute, mute. I don't want to hear it. Please be nice to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, fans are very passionate, and I think that's what makes our, our league so special. You, you've probably seen it also in Hamilton as well. Um, and the team just want, or the fans just want to see a winning team. So I think. After, you know, Cody had the win last week, um, he even said in his post game, like he was pretty down in the dumps, like you had mentioned, but this was a big confidence morale booster. So yes, this is probably a big game um, for him personally, but I'm sure he would probably tell you this too. It's more of a bigger game for him and his team to kind of, you know, separate themselves from the Lions in, uh, in the West there. Well said. I should make for an exciting night of football doubleheader Friday night football on the CFL on TSN. Uh, Christina, it's always so great to connect with you. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, We'll have to get you back on very soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Awesome. That is Christina Costabile. This has been Ty Cats today. Thanks for checking us out. Uh, We are off for the weekend. We're back on Monday. This has been Ty Cats today for the Ty Cats Audio Network. I'm Louis B. Have a great day.